Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Loose Units, Loose Ends. Every week, I, Paul Verhoeven, and my ex-cop dad, John Verhoeven, sit down and sort of try and keep your company through lockdown. Now, whilst lockdown has, at least in Victoria, um, retreated into the distance, and we've been, I think, over 30 days without any cases, uh, thank you, we are not going to stop doing this podcast because we're having too much fun hanging out. Dad, yes, how Paul. are you? T- how-, um, oh. how am I? Yeah. I'm really, really excited. I'm pumped. Yep, great. And I just, I love to, I just want to give lots of stories to our magnificent listeners. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, we normally record in the mornings, mm-hmm. but, um, uh, you know, I'm, and I'm raring to go. I'm like a coiled spring. Uh-huh. I know I've said that before. It's like you wind me up and then I need some release. <laughs> you don't really, you don't wind springs up, actually. Well, if they're in the back of a clock, they've got what's called a master spring, I think. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Okay. Now, Paul, I'd like to share something with the uh, the listeners. Okay. Um, so I wrote to you this morning and I said, "Let me know when you're ready, Paul, to do the podcast." Mm-hmm. I'm I'm at home and I'm ready to go. Yep. And I'm going to read your response because I just want the people to know the type <laughs> of psychotic, mad life you live. And this okay. is straight from. I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm reading from a text you sent me this morning. Okay. So I thought I'd share it with the listeners. Sure. Hey, Dad. I'm on the Today Show at 9.40, so now until then, I'm getting ready, rehearsing and running to the studio. Then I come straight back and interview the director of Wonder Woman over in LA, so I should be free midday. Oh, and tonight at 10.30pm, I'm interviewing Pedro Pascal, the actor who plays The Mandalorian, live in Switzerland, plus writing two feature articles at some point today. So, so busy. (laughs) <laughs> now, and you've managed to squeeze us in because the show must go on, Paul. But I, I no, wanted Dad, to share. Dad, I never, share. Sque- no, no, I never squeeze you in, Dad. You are always the first priority. I just wanted you to. Uh, I kind of wanted you to understand if, when we talked, I sounded a little all over the place. Does mm. that make sense? Yeah. No, it does. Mm. Um, so I, 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 I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready to go. Me too. But you mentioned something. I mean, you called me up and said you had an actual. You said you had something to tell me on the show. Something I do. exciting. Something um, you know nothing about. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. So, Paul, for you and the listeners, um, I was up the road having a coffee when you texted and said, Dad, ready to roll in 10. So, I basically um, drank the coffee very quickly, basically almost ran, 
down the road. Mm-hmm. I've come in, I've shut the place, like all the windows, the doors, made it sort of spread a towel out on the kitchen bench. I feel that helps absorb some of the peripheral sounds. It does, yes, it does. Um, I've got my keys on the floor for listeners that know me down near the switch that will remind me to turn the fridge back on if I remember to, if I if I need the keys. If I don't need them, everything will go off in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Paul, you said to me about 20 minutes ago, and, and believe you me, I promise this is all going to come together, you said, Dad, I may be able to wrangle you a a new microphone. Yeah. Now, you use the word wrangle, and wrangle is associated with horses. Am I right or am I right? I guess you're right. Um, okay. I okay. am right. So, this is just so mind-blowing, and at this point, you're going, Dad, what, what are you on? But... Remember the story of the rug, that that really weird rug story? That oh, Yes. So, the rug that was found, for listeners to recap, as if they don't already know, there was a really wonderful Persian rug that was by the side of the road. You opened it and it was full of maggots. Correct. And you think someone died on it and yep. they got rid of it. Without okay. a doubt. But yep. can I just say, that's got nothing to do with this story. Oh, good. Well, then I'm glad we recapped it. Yeah, but the thing is, Paul, mm? what I'm about to tell you and the listeners is... A local, it, it has local roots. So I'm putting the garbage bin out a few days ago. Mm-hmm. There's a lady. She's got white hair. She looks, if you, if it's possible to look learned. I know that's a bit of a sweeping generalization, but she looks, she looks learned. And I've seen her. She's seen me. Uh, she knows I drive the Ute, and we just struck up a conversation. And. During that conversation, I mentioned that I'd been in forensics. I mentioned the podcast. And she began to tell me a very disturbing story about a relative of hers. Ooh, okay. And are you allowed I, to... Are you, is, is it okay to tell the no, story? No, no. I, I said to her, yeah. is it okay if I tell the story? And she said, yes, because it's on the public record. So do you want to give her name or anything or just keep oh, it Oh, that's not necessary. Okay. <clears throat> but I will say that what I'm about to tell you and the listeners mm-hmm. pertains to a relative of hers. It's something that happened on the northern beaches of Sydney in 1966. Now, she sent me a link to this story mm-hmm. that I will just share the link. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the title. So I'm just going through my messages here. I have... Um, I've got her under nice lady next door. <laughs> That's how I know who to look for. Yep. Okay, here we go. Manly's mutilated man. The most gruesome Australian case you've never heard of. What a great title. And sure enough, it happened on the northern beaches where you kids were born and bred. Mm-hmm. Where I lived, I'd never heard this story. Did she? So, did she tell you the story, or did she just kind of give you a cryptic look and say, "Read this article"? Or did she actually just like what was her rendition of this story? How did she convey this to you? She was upset mm-hmm. by the story. Oh, she okay. would give me no information apart from saying, "It this man was a relative, mm-hmm. and here is a link." 
So she texted me the link. Now, I sat on that for a few days. I didn't get round to opening it. Then when I opened it, um, well, I've already read it three times mm. because I like to be relatively prepared for our uh, podcasts. So, um, and look, I'm acutely aware that um, members of the family of this person may may be listening. Yep. Um, and do you recall going back to the word wrangle or wrangler? Yes, I was. I was curious as to how we we're going to get back on topic. Okay, this I'm, is, I'm, I'm, mate, mutilated really, man doesn't I'm, really kind of link. No, it. but but here's mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. He came from a family that owned one of the most famous saddleries in Tamworth. Mm-hmm. And what do saddleries make? Uh, hats. They make saddles for what animal, Paul? Bears. For horses. Why are you asking me questions you would ask to children as Paul, you leaf through a pop-up book? Paul, the point is that you mentioned wrangle. You wrangle horses? Yeah, I know, but if you... <laughs> okay. Isn't this amazing? Yeah, but where's the rug coming? Why'd you mention the rug? No, I just wanted to say the rug touch on it because that too was a very local story. Okay, okay. That occurred within 100 metres of our place and meeting this lady mm. occurred within 100 metres of it where we live also. I think, don't you feel that's quite interesting? Yeah. Okay, now let's get to the, the heart of the, uh, of the yeah. story. All right. Look... You said to me, did she say anything? And I, for a, for a moment, thought she didn't say a lot, but she did say something to me that was actually fairly horrific. She sort of tantalised me, but then Ooh. she was very, very shocked by my reaction. Bearing in mind it only happened a few days ago, the conversation, and she began to describe her relative's terrible injuries. And she maintained during the conversation that everyone in the family believed he was murdered. Now, I'm going to come to the injuries shortly. But what when she... Cr- what was the actual crime? Because I don't know the actual crime. Paul, we, we're going to... We, we, we're, going to we're, we're putting it out there to the listeners. All right. So we're, we're just you. going... Yeah, we're just going at a slow gallop at this point. Obviously. Well, see, there's the horse analogy again. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did that on purpose, did you? <laughs> Brilliant. (laughs) Paul, she described the injuries, and to a lot of people they will be, when I tell you what they are, relatively horrendous. But when you come from a forensics background, Mm -hmm. I have to say that her conjecture was that he'd been murdered. Okay. And I said to her, it's possible it was suicide, and the look on her face was one of almost utter disbelief. And now I'm going to tell you the story. Okay. There were some surfers on the beach at Collaroy in 1966 Mm -hmm. and washed up on Collaroy Beach at the southern end was a body of a male person approximately mid to late 50s. He had both ears chopped off, severed, not eaten by fish. They were gone, perhaps similar to Van Gogh, the artist. 
or in Blue Velvet, you know, where um, he oh, finds horrendous. Jeffrey Beaumont Incredible. finds her. Yep, yeah. amazing. Yeah. He had his tongue removed, cut clean out of his mouth from Sorry, what, the base. What year is this? 1966. Fucking hell. That seems like a brutal crime to happen in the 60s. Jesus. Okay, go on. The tongue's removed from the base. From That's... the base of the tongue. And 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 remember, Paul, the, the two brothers in the uh, Lamborghini? Uh-huh. When I got to go to the morgue and there were the plastic bags. So the heads were smashed, but the tongues were intact. So obviously, if a, if a falling car can't remove the tongue, then it would take extreme strength. Was Incredible. it cut or, or yanked? It was non-extant. It was yeah, missing. Okay. Okay. It had been severed from the base, which is very unusual. He also had multiple stab wounds and his throat had been slit. Now that's pretty fucked up. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I think we all agree. Yeah. Imagine that surfer, that beautiful... We can assume it's a beautiful morning. I mean, let's face it, every morning on the northern beaches is beautiful mm. to see that. I mean, how how would you react? Let, let's say you and Tegan are walking on a beach and this is the scene you're confronted with. What what? How do you process that? Can I be honest? The second I saw what was a body on the, on the beach, provided it was obvious that it was dead, I would not go for a closer look. I would just call the cops. I wouldn't wander up and out of... You know, because I don't need to satiate my curiosity that badly. Mm, mm. I would rather just kind of get... That's 15%. really good of you, Paul, and it's also really good in that uh, you're also helping preserve the uh, the crime scene. 
Well, yeah, it's also not my job to try and play looky-loo and solve the crime. Mm, I mean, mm. I might stand there on my phone, make sure the cops get there and make sure no one comes Great, in the area, brilliant. but I'm not going to sit there and <laughs> no, stare at no. the body. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, mm. the um, the post-mortem revealed um, everything that I've described to you, and um, the story is that he had mental health um, problems. He'd been in and out of institutions. Mm-hmm. He had a severe drinking problem. Yep. He was basically homeless. But he had received a massive inheritance in the preceding 12 months. And the family business that was actually in two country towns, one of them being Tamworth, he was estranged from the family except for his youngest son. And the youngest son was driving through Neutral Bay, in 1966, Mm -hmm. to visit Manly, possibly, and this is conjecture, to visit his dad, because he was the only um, member of the family, direct immediate family, that were not estranged from the dad. Yeah. And as he's driving through Sydney's lower North Shore towards Manly, over the news comes this terrible story about a man they've discovered and he had this terrible feeling that it was his dad. He drove straight to Manly Police Station. He was 20 years of age. And sure enough, it was his dad. Now, I said to this particular lady, because I think this is a very good point in the story for me, so that's the information that she gave me a few days ago, and I looked at her and I said quite calmly, yeah, because she uttered the hypothesis that it was undoubtedly murder Mm -hmm. and i said it's very possible that it was suicide and that's Um, the reaction and perhaps rightfully so but then paul i've been to and i'm aware of quite a few suicides mm -hmm. Uh, i i went to a suicide where the man stabbed himself at least 20 times okay and they know that and we've discussed it in previous um, podcasts, I believe, mm-hmm. because a highway patrol officer rocked up and witnessed the final stages of the stabbing. Now, if you were to go to a crime and find someone with 20 stab wounds, the first reaction, of course, would be to think that the offender has decamped, has left the scene. Yeah. My point being... And we also know that he had severe um, mental health issues. So it is not unfeasible to have chopped his own ears off, cut out his tongue, and stabbed himself and cut his throat. That's 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 definitely possible. But, but that's I not mean, the end of the story. Okay, sorry, go on. Yeah. Well, what happened was... Um, and he, this is where it gets really, really fascinating. And I want you and the listeners, to just immerse yourself in the facts, the facts that we have. Mm-hmm. And I've been thinking about this a lot in preparation for talking about this today, trying to figure out because at Harbord Beach, which is between <clears throat> Collaroy and Manly, at 2 a.m. that morning, 3 women reported demonic screams about 2am 
Now that really could or could not be connected to this particular event. But then the police found that at Fairy Bower, yeah. you know that beautiful walk around Fairy Bower? Uh, yes, yes. Near the swimming pool with those beautiful sculptures that used to be there? Mm-hmm. They, some of the residents heard some demonic screams coming from there as well at a similar time. And then what happened was it was during the inquest they found out one of the people that worked at the um, mental institution in Ryde that he'd been at had overheard him say that he was a mason. Now, the Masonic lodges are sworn to secrecy and he was actually telling three members of staff that if ever a mason divulged the secrets of the secret society, they would have their tongue removed and thrown into the ocean. Get the fuck out. As God think, is my witness, I'm you. You think the you, Masons killed this guy? I'll just present all the facts to you. That's fucking... I'm sorry for the swearing. That is amazing. Mm. But Ooh, then, goosebumps. Okay. But okay. then, Paul... But then... Yep, yep. The police searched the swimming pool mm-hmm. and wedged between two rocks was his wallet. And in that wallet was $100. In my opinion, based on the evidence, I don't believe it was robbery. The wallet was hidden or concealed or placed there by someone. And then, very close to that wallet... On that walkway, in one of the residents' front yards, was a knife that had been driven into the soil and was standing upright in this yard. It's a it's an incredible story, Paul. Now, my my feeling, yeah, and, and I'm really excited and and, and, and waiting with bated breath. Mm-hmm to hear the, the, the comments and opinions and views and all the theories that no doubt our listeners will offer up, my gut feeling is that the cutting out of the tongue, I believe that he did it himself. I believe in he was in a terrible state. I believe he hid the wallet. And he then proceeded to cut his ears off. Um, actually, as I th- as I start to think about this, yeah, it doesn't. I'm thinking about a blood trail going back to the knife, and I'm, although I I do can I think, I, shit, I'm not sure if you cut your ears off. There's a lot of blood. Maybe some of our forensic pathologists can talk about that. But doesn't track. No, it doesn't track with me. I think okay. the Masons did it. I think this is some Dan Brown shit. I think this is. I mean, the tra- it's so tragic, obviously, but you kind of can't write this stuff. No, you can't. You know? No. And the thing is, it happened on the northern beaches. Yeah. We just moved to Sydney. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, because you, you guys moved from Armadale at that that's point, right. didn't you? And, oh, and, 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 and to this day, it's an open, an open finding. Yeah. They've, um, I think the, I, I did read that the police 
kind of decided to not pursue the matter um, because they believed that robbery was not involved because of the money in the wallet. Um, look, he had met that um, afternoon at the Manly Pacific, which is now the Novotel. Yep. The place we used to take you kids and people used to come up and say what great kids you were. Now, wasn't that where... Where was the carvery? Was that at the Manly Pacific? Uh, Paul. Yeah, that's heavy. So that was... If you've read Electric Blue, you'll know mm, about the yeah, carvery. Anyway, okay. that's heavy. But um, I'm just saying it seems like Manly was actually... I mean, whilst hey, it listen, seemed idyllic. Mate, Manly, Manly was... Yeah. It was, it was heavy. Mm. It was tough. Yeah. And uh, wherever you've got a place where people can come from the city by boat... Oh, yeah. ...for weekends... Mm-hmm. Uh, nefarious things are bound to happen, and there's a lot of there's a lot of weird um, weird karma in Manly because it's one of the first places in this country that um, well Captain Cook was there. Yeah, he was hit. You know, this is one of the the first places, and you know this story. I find incredible, but what I sorry, what I wanted to say was that at the Manly Pacific, the afternoon before he allegedly met up with some relatives. Mm-hmm. Now, there's the inheritance, there's the Masonic collection, uh, connection. There's, I mean, the cutting out of the tongue is is it's it's horrendous. It's insane. Mm. But no tongue and no ears were ever found. I would hypothesize they were probably thrown into the ocean and gobbled up pretty quickly. Yep. By some very lucky fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then how he made his way would have been the currents. And they would have taken him out to sea, traveling past North Stain, Queenscliff, Harbord. Then you've got South Corkol. Curl Curl, D.Y., Long Reef, which is a known shark area, particularly in the 1960s, mm-hmm. like major shark area, and then around the point and into Collaroy. Amazing. Incredible. What a wonderful story. Uh, yeah, wonderful is not the word I'd use. Fascinating and thrilling, definitely. But God, I was not expecting that. That's what I love about this show. You occasionally just dish up this weird shit. Um, if anyone wants to speculate or if anyone has any more information or if anyone just wants to kind of talk it through, then yeah, do get in touch. We have a Facebook page where you can do that. Also, um, yeah, tonight, oh, I didn't mean to bury the lead, Dad, but next Friday, something extremely big is happening on Loose Units. So... A very, very well-known and very well-loved Australian crime author um, called Jane Harper wrote a book called The Dry. And The Dry is basically a crime drama set in a small fictional town in rural Victoria. Um, and it's an international bestseller and it's turned into like a trilogy of books. And the movie uh, based on The Dry is coming out very, very soon. I think at the um, potentially on New Year's Day. I should check that. I'll put the info up later. Long story short, next Friday on Loose Ends, I have two guests on the show. I'll be chatting with Jane Harper, the author of The Dry, and I'll be talking with Eric Banner, who plays Aaron Falk, uh, the lead in The Dry, the movie. So it's Jane Harper and Eric Banner and me talking about The Dry next Friday, which is super exciting. 
And dad, you and mum are coming down over Christmas and I'm going to take you guys to see the film when it comes out. Fantastic. So we'll go see The Dry. It's fucking fantastic. It is a truly, I mean, the best thing I can say about The Dry, um, hands down, is that it feels like a Hollywood movie. You know how sometimes Australian films feel a little bit sort of lo-fi and dinky? Mm. This feels like a fucking blockbuster. Mm. It is mm. a really great crime story. And what's great is um, when I was talking with Eric and Jane, I asked both of them, Dad, whether they thought they could do what you do. And that is that whether they thought, because they've kind of, you know, danced around the edges of, you know, Eric has played a cop uh, and a detective and Jane has written them. I said, look, do you think you could do what my dad, John, did? And that is solve actual crimes. And their answers were really fascinating. Oh, mate, really I can't cool. wait. I, I, you know, <sighs> I'll be hearing it for the first time. Mm. Um, Am I going to be on the show or? You won't be on the show, but... <laughs> but Oh, Dad, no, no, don't cry, no. Oh, God, Paul. But part of what I wanted to do, Dad, was um, maybe try and groom Eric to play you if we oh, ever get yeah. a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to approve that. Oh, yeah, all right. Well, look, I'll tell you what. Let's treat Friday's episode, um, Friday's special episode of The Dry Meets Loose Units as a sort of audition for Eric, okay? Fantastic. I'm and really so excited, Paul. Yeah, so happy. It's going to be great. It's cri- uh, and I, I just like to, I mean, Christmas is going to be great in Australia for everyone and overseas. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to um, Tuesday morning where we go to Chapter 8. Yep. In your magnificent book. And um, if there are any books still left for sale, um, I I suggest strongly that um, you get out there and buy them. Did I mention my, my Danish running mate bought four books? He did, yeah. Yeah, but he, he did. He's so sweet. He, he had little notes inside each book. So it was pretty good because I got to custom... Uh, sort of sign and dedicate each book to different types of people. Oh, yeah. So I got to, and I sort of molded my dedications around the occupations of the recipients. Right. Anyway, I digress. Well, something weird happened the other day as well. Booktopia ranked um, Electric Blue as one of the year's best memoirs next to Barack Obama's book and wow. David Attenborough's new book. And yeah, it's pretty amazing to have a book you wrote kind of be ranked there. So I'm really, mm. I'm really chuffed. Thank Congratulations. You. I, I didn't know that, Paul. But uh, said, yeah. anyway, look, um, yeah. <laughs> so buy it. Buy, buy Electric Blue for Christmas. Buy it for everyone you know, audiobook, physical book. Let's really make this a bestseller and let's, you know, just kind of just do it. It's, I'm really proud of it. Uh, anyway. That's all the time we have for this week's episode, Dad. Uh, We will see everyone bright and early um, next week for more Loose Units. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Cheerio. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.